Hi, I'm Angela McKinney, and welcome back to the Untangle and Thrive podcast. And I'm going to say right here, right now, I'm sorry for the tapping noise. If you hear tapping, the roof's being done. I can't escape it. I tried to go to the car. I just can't. I'm here with you today, though, and I'm excited to be here with you. And I'm excited to talk today about interruption. We are all in interrupting times, right? COVID has um, brought forward interruption to viscerally mean something very unique to all of us. I want to spend a little time talking about the science of interruption, why we need interruptions in order to transform our lives. You know, so many of us are at war with the interruption. We're hating the interruption. We're fighting against it. We don't like change. We don't want change. And what happens when we resist change or we resist the environment of interruption that facilitates change, we're really not bringing ourselves fully into the experience. And so what starts to rise up, people, (laughs) is a lot of noise of the past. That's right. We create interruption. And for this very reason, to to allow the, the residues of the past to sort of rise up. There's no space for them to rise up, usually, in the busyness of our day-to-day go-go-go default setting of, oh, everything's just normal and right, and we're just moving along without any disruptions, right? There's no space in that system for us, for things to rise up, to start percolating to start experiencing viscerally um, issues in your system. Issues, by the way, that have always been there. They're just, there's some space to actually have to see them, feel them, act them out again, uh, re-experience them. Realize that maybe you need more help than you thought you did. Maybe the drinking was as bad as it is now. Maybe the food issues were there, they just were a little more hidden. Maybe the horribleness in your marriage was always there. You could just avoid it better. Maybe the parenting story, which you thought you really liked, you really are like not liking at all. And you're in the thick of it, right? You're in the thick of it. And so these are challenging times for multiple reasons. But my work in the recovery field and helping people do interventions for the last 20 some years are very unique for this time and for understanding the sacred, powerful space that interruption allows for, if in fact we greet it, if in fact we greet it with availability and curiosity versus fighting against it, versus mental strategies and self-will attempts to to not do something, stop drinking for the week, stop eating, stop this, stop that. Let's, you know, it's so noisy in those self-willed strategies. We want to open up to understand the part of our system that may be creating a lot of problems for us needs more attention, actually. It actually needs more space. It needs more insight. It needs to be understood. It needs to be connected with. Okay, it it often hijacks our life when we're unconscious with it, when we don't understand it, and when it's calling all the shots. And so we wonder why our bodies are over there and our heads are over there. We wonder why we're so frustrated and disorganized internally, emotionally, physically, financially, relationally. When our bodies are bonding with 
with experiences that are unconscious, that have us believing and thinking in certain ways that aren't communicating with our brains and our present reality today, we don't create the conditions to harmonize. We don't create the conditions to convert and transform those opposing forces into complementary new symphonies that sound unique to us and resonate with us creatively. No, they sound like those horrible organs or those chaotic jazz routines that aren't connecting on any level. They sound horrible. They feel horrible, disjointed, awkward, confusing, triggering. And so it makes sense that we collapse. It makes sense that we, go, we, we contract and we sort of curl into our own spines. It makes sense, people. And when we collapse, we get really vulnerable for chasing pleasure and chasing the quick fixes um, really unresourcefully, which looks like eating and overeating, which looks like watching a lot of TV, which looks like disconnecting and avoiding, which looks like drinking too much, which looks like all this stuff that gets in our way. So interruption is critical. And we don't transform without it, people. I really want you to get this. Transformation, in my experience, isn't possible. I don't think it's possible from the science of transformation either, the neuroscience, um, without it. It is a holy, sacred space here. We want to value interruption. We want to look around our life and we want to start locating that the issues we're having today that might feel like they're shaking our faces and rattling our our skulls. These issues have been with us for a long time, people, and they're coming out and they're coming up and let's rise up and meet them. Let's rise up and meet them. Let's greet them and let's stop warring with them or trying to fix them or hide them or deny them or pretend we don't have any problems. Okay? Let's get real with our reality. Let's get grounded in our reality. And let's use this interruption to heal, to unite internally. You know, so much focus is going on the outside world. How politically ununited we are, divided we are, how polarizing and divisive our external situation is in America. It's a reflection of all this internal divide. Okay? We didn't just get here, people. (laughs) This has been... I don't know. This is just huge in our history. This is a collective historical moment. And we have a lot of work to do. We have a lot of work to do. America is not a healthy country on so many levels. I'm going to take politics out of it. Politics and divisiveness and polarization and chaos and rigidity and locked viewpoints and misinformation and, um, threat responses, signals. Um, This is violently, this is what it looks like and feels like when we're internally divided in our own bodies. Okay, same thing, it's a dance. 
So there's a reason why Americans are so sick. There's a reason why we're so obese. There's a reason why drug addiction and alcoholism and suicide is so high in our country. There's a reason why there's so much gun violence. There's a reason why people, okay? There's a reason. And we can either get all like armed up and get out there and fight it out, or we can wake up and use this interruption to dip into our greater humanity, look at our own shit that's standing in our way of more unity, harmony in our family, in our money, in our sex and love stories, in our community stories, in our country story, in our parenting stories. Okay? Let's get right there. Let's just start with one, one place. I would say just start with one. Everyone thinks transformation has to be this huge thing. But when you transform in one area of your life, you can stretch it. You have an orientation to start to circle, you know, like circle around your life until it's an integrated whole structure. So we use one, okay, to wake up and to untangle from the noise of divisiveness. Some, from the noise of what our bodies are saying to us, which we're so out of tune with. How do we check in with the body and create connectedness inside of our bodies to harmonize in a new experience? So I had an interesting call this morning with a client, and um, she's very cluttered, okay? And she's been circling these boxes and bins and... They hold her history and she just moves them in circles and she carries them wherever she goes and she's always got these boxes. And today she said something that said, um, I heard, which was, I'm going to feel so purged when I can just get through them. And anytime I hear this purging thing happening, I'm always going, where's this person anorexic? Where are they starving to death? <laughs> Always. So in order to get interrupted, in order to work with interruption resourcefully, we want to break those patterns. So she's been in, I want to get purged from all of this boxes and this clutter for a long time. I don't know how long, but I'd say 20 years. And so what, how is that serving her? What is it really, what is her relationship to these cluttered boxes that's really standing in her way? Well, in order to get access to that, she has to interrupt the cycle. She's got to get out of this mental strategy and this fixated idea that once she gets rid of her boxes or gets through them, her life, she's going to be finally available to take in this vibrant, I don't know what her fantasy is, but I would imagine it's something like, and then I'll be ready for my wonderful life. It's kind of like the people who hold on to weight and think that, oh, I'll drop this and then I'll be ready to go date and have sex. And then they, they, they don't realize why they run right back to the food and put all the weight on again. So we, we, why? Because it's the other side of the experience that somehow our body is not safe to receive. I'm going to say that again. The interruption allows us then to explore the other side of the experience to see what about that feels unsafe or dangerous to really take in. 
So if you're holding on to the weight, the weight safeguarding some experience, and all of a sudden you don't have to lose the 100 pounds or the 20 pounds in order to do this experiment, by the way, you actually want to get curious with your in the skinny body already. Now what your life is going to ask of you, and there is your triggering world. <gasps> wow, I'm going to be desired. Okay, well, how does being desired feel in your body? <gasps> wow, I'm going to have to, I have no excuses. To, to not date. Okay, how does dating feel in your body? Oh, I'm gonna have to ask for that promotion because I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have that body that can receive. Well, how does that feel in your body to ask and receive for more money? It's the same with her and her boxes of clutter. So what was interesting today and what I think is, is, is the work here is yes, we interrupt the the relation the the cycle we're having with the relationship with the clutter right okay let's not go to purge let's actually wake up be right here with your relationship and let's go to imagine let's use our imagination here in a resourceful way what happens if they're all all the boxes are gone and they're all sorted and everything's like in perfect order in your life now what now what she couldn't answer it and when I say to you, 95% of my clients kind of go to, I don't know, there's this, I don't know, I don't know, which is fine, by the way. It's not bad. It's important to know if you don't know. But it's also important to stay over there and go, well, what do you mean you don't know? What's the experience? And she said, emptiness. It's just empty. There's nothing there. Now, that's really powerful. Okay, why is that powerful? Well, a lot of us are terrified of that emptiness. We've been cluttering, feeling, stuffing, drinking to avoid that exposure of emptiness, of what emptiness might do to us. We sometimes have very dramatic, nightmarish tales about this experience with emptiness. And so we explored it. And there was part of her system that was really terrified of it. And as she languished it, as she allowed herself to see that she could actually be okay with it, that it didn't have to all be terrifying, that she could actually get okay with some of the negative sensations, that she wasn't going to be devoured by it. That's what her body felt. Her body felt like it was going to annihilate her. She started to grow more capacity of self-compassion, right? And understanding, oh, this other system of my cluttering and circling my clutter bins has been trying to keep me safe, has been trying to stabilize me from over there, that threat of emptiness, which feels very annihilating, very terrifying. So people, why am I saying this? Because this is the work. This is it. This is the work. It's not fixing ourselves from the system creating the problems. It's interruption. It's honoring this interruption. It's valuing it. It's not fighting it. It's greeting it. It's starting to go, okay, let's go to oppositional. We get stronger in oppositional. Let's go over to the other side. Wait a minute. How do I feel on the other side of it? Wow. Terrified. Oh my God, I'm going to be seen. I'm going to get hurt. I'm going to, oh my God, I'm going to be humiliated. I'm going to be abused. 
I mean, there's a lot of noise on the other side that we can't access until we explore it. Once we can start to dip our toe over there and explore it, what starts to happen is we get more present people. We get more available people. We get more curious and we get more connected to this internal divide. There is part of our system that's been holding on to this and just recreating with it unconsciously. And the work is to bring it up, to dip in and bring it to awareness. So it starts to make more sense. So that illogical thing starts to become like, oh, I get it now. No wonder I couldn't go over. No wonder I've been holding on to my clutter. Because if I... If it's all gone, then I'm going to have to get a life. Oh my gosh, if it's all gone, I'm going to have to start dating. Oh my God, I have no excuses for not, for not performing with my work. So that other side is where we want to build encouragement and where we need to build stamina and where we need to build strength and capacity to not only fertilize it through this exploration, but then create with it. And we can't create new results if all of our energy and all of our resources are surviving that unconscious war, right? We can't do it. We have no bandwidth. We have no energy. We have no focus. We have no connectedness. And so we just, we just manage wars over there. Are we manage the clutter? Are we manage the horrible relationship? Are we just stay in our position locked and manage chaos, create chaos, right? And so there's no internal uniting happening. There's no ability for us to actually access and harmonize within our system in a way where our, where our, um, where our unconscious body brain bonding is, is tapping in and waking up our present brain, and I'm doing this tapping noise, and I kind of love the fact that they're tapping on my head. I don't know if you can hear it, but it's helping because that's what it's, it's like growing muscles here. It's tapping. It's tapping into ourselves in a new way, and we don't get there, people, unless we interrupt. So interruption is the sacred place of invitation. It allows us a chance to organize in ways that heal us, that grow us, that have us more thriving in our experience within ourselves and the world. It's a time where we get to unite the unconscious part of our system that's creating the drama and trauma, to wake up to it, to get right with it, to deepen our awareness with it so that we can lift off, so that another part of us can get access not from fear and threat, but actual purposeful belonging and contributing and thriving by belonging to the world more powerfully. Okay, people. So interruption. This does not have to look dramatic. It doesn't look like you need to go to a rehab, although some people need a rehab. Some people are so enslaved in their addiction, they can't interrupt. And that's fine. You want to get help. You want to get resources to 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 get out of your system. That's an extreme case, right? But we have addiction in our life all over the place. 
where we can start interrupting, whether it's under earning, underperforming, under being somewhere in your life, that you can start to create this interruption, that you can start to look around the other side, peek around, peek above, peek below, and explore the other side of your experience, using your imagination to help you. All right. This is a very important time for all of us. I'm here to support you. I'm here to create a space to hopefully give you some insights into understanding the, the workings of disorganized systems so that you're waking up and working with them a little more resourcefully. It's these many interruptions and accessing new thinking, new feelings, new possibilities, and new behaviors that create radical changes in our life. They don't have to be big and grand. They can be small. They can be little, but they are powerful. And so that system of interruption is, without it, we don't access. We don't stop. We don't check out. We don't investigate which road are we taking here? Taking the old road that always leads to the same result. I'm going to get curious and understand that, oh, maybe on the other side of it, what is that road? What would that experience be? Oh, ooh, ooh, that one's scary. Okay, well, of course, then you're not going towards it. So the work is about getting saved to move into new experiences. As we do that in our brains, and as our body starts to build this orientation, we start to be able to do it in our life. Okay, my friends, have a great week. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.